Ready to go, Alex? Yep. Okay. So um, A&E call you to tell you that there's a 32-year-old lady um, in A&E with fevers, a raised creatinine in the context of a renal transplant and ask you to come and review her urgently. How would you proceed? Great. So, I mean, first of all, you want to um, establish whether there are any immediately uh, life-threatening issues with this lady. So um, I don't want to emphasise, I spent too long emphasising this, but a quick A to E assessment, work out if there are any um, immediate concerns uh, or hemodynamic instability, fevers, etc. So you mentioned there's fever, so that, you know, that instantly raises um, the prospect of sepsis. And this is um, sepsis in an immunocompromised host. So I think all of the usual stuff um, applies about approaching a septic patient, you know, working out what the source is, getting cultures, um, getting x-rays, urine samples, etc. Early administration of uh, broad spectrum antibiotics um, to cover the likely source uh, and administration of um, intravenous fluid resuscitation if appropriate. Um, so, I mean, I'd like to know all of her observations, but um, A&E can certainly... Uh, I would ask Amy to certainly help me with the initial workup while I'm on my way and just to make sure that there's nothing immediately life-threatening. Um, I noticed that you may... Sorry, I I'll carry on. No, you can tell me. Um, her observations are a temperature of 38.8, heart rate of 110, uh, blood pressure of 98 over 50. Um, her saturations are 93% on two litres of oxygen um, and her respiratory rate is 22 Okay, so I mean, these observations would um, support my initial theory um, that this lady may be septic. So she's, I don't know what her normal blood pressure is, but a systolic uh, of, of under 100 in a renal patient, um, to me, uh, usually that, that probably is um, hypotension, sort of relative and absolute, really. Um, high temperature, again, uh, would fit with fever. So I think, I think at this point, that's kind of reaffirmed my initial thoughts. Um, I'd like to know a bit more about this lady in terms of other uh, background. So what the cause of her end stage renal disease is and any other comorbidities and medications. Um, and uh, I, yeah, so I don't know if, if I have that information. Yeah, um, I can tell you that her end stage renal failure is secondary to IgA nephropathy. Um, she's also got hypertension. Um, in terms of her transplant, her most recent transplant um, was a deceased donor in 2018, and she previously had um, a deceased donor transplant in 2012 as well, and a period of uh, hemodialysis in between those two transplants. Um, in terms of her medications, she is on um, amlodipine, ramipril, tacrolimus, prednisolone, and mycophenolate mofetil. Excellent. Thanks very much. Okay, so this lady's had two transplants. So um, that would put her as a higher immunological risk patient. So that would uh, explain her um, triple, triple immunosuppression with tacrolimus, MLF and prednisolone. Uh, also, the fact she's on two antihypertensives and has a background of hypertension makes me even more concerned um, about this uh, blood pressure. So um, a lady that's medicated with two agents has, has now got a blood pressure of, of uh, under 100. So this is likely to represent quite a significant um, uh, degree of hypotension relative to her normal state and potentially quite severe sepsis. So um, 
again, I'd like to emphasize what I said about getting those antibiotics on board early, get the cultures, and then just think about any possible sources of the sepsis. So um, th this patient would be vulnerable to all of the normal infections that a uh, anyone of her demographic would be vulnerable to. Uh, but in addition to that, we'd need to consider whether there are there any other kind of opportunistic infections um, or uh, sort of atypical or viral infections that might not uh, affect an immunocompetent host. So just things to think about, you know, is this CMV pneumonitis? Has she got pneumocystis? Uh, pneumonia because obviously she's got a bit of an oxygen requirement um, so I, I would tailor my examination uh, to try to work out what the source of the sepsis is so um, just thinking in broad terms about body systems so most common usually being chest or urine but also considering uh, intra-abdominal biliary uh, endocarditis, endocarditis skin soft tissue uh, discitis um, uh, or even perhaps you know, transplant pyelonephritis, which I suppose is a sort of subcategory of the um, urosepsis. Um, so my examination would be focused on that. Um, I'd then like to uh, know a bit more about this raised creatinine that you mentioned, because um, she's on her second transplant, and the transplants are precious. We don't want to risk her losing the graft. Uh, and just another point before you tell me that is when I'm examining her, I want to feel whether there's any tenderness over the graft, uh, okay. sort of graft pyelonephritis or rejection. So when you examine her, um, she has dual heart sounds. She looks clinically dry. Uh, she definitely feels warm to touch. Um, she is alert and orientated um, and tells you she's been having these fevers for a couple of days. Um, listening to her chest, she has decreased air entry at the right base. Um, and you think probably crepes bilaterally. Um, on examining her, there's no tenderness over the graft per se, but she does have some right renal angle tenderness. Um, otherwise, abdomen is soft, non-tender, um, no rashes. Okay, good. So, um, I mean, so this this would, would point to possibly either a chest source or an abdominal source with the flank pain and reduced air entry. So I'd like to, um, to pick an antibiotic that would be satisfied would um, uh, cover those bases, so broad spectrum, but also um, uh, important to culture everything um, and also to check uh, any allergies or previous um, uh, previous cultures on this lady that we may have in the system. Um, and um, then you said the creatinine was raised a bit. Yeah, you mentioned you wanted to know the bloods. So her um, creatinine is 165. Um, urea is 14, hemoglobin is 125, potassium is 3.8, uh, white cell count is 15 with the neutrophilia, um, bicarb, pH, PCO2 are all normal, and lactate is 2. Okay, so this lady's got raised inflammatory markers, raised lactate, uh, neutrophilia, so this would, uh, again, fit with our diagnosis of sepsis of unknown uh, source. So uh, creatinine was one six five. You said, and what was the baseline? Do you know? Baseline is one hundred and five. And when was that? Do you know? That was a week ago in clinic. Okay, so so we know that uh, based on the KDIGO criteria, the creatinine uh, rise is is all is over one point five times uh, the baseline within a one week period. So this is a KDIGO stage one AKI uh, in the context of fevers and hypotension. Um, uh, and sepsis, this is like this sort of multifactorial uh, acute kidney injury. 
uh, of a, um, a mixed sort of pre-renal uh, from hypotension and uh, also intrarenal, as we know that sepsis can cause an intrarenal AKI as well. So, um, uh, so I think given the um, observations and state of uh, clinical hypovolemia, I'd like to address that um, with uh, intravenous fluids um, and sort of targeting my endpoints. So looking for changes uh, in the hemodynamic parameters uh, looking for a falling lactate, a falling heart rate, and a rising blood pressure. Um, at this point, I think it would also be worth just considering what we do with her medication. So she's on um, two antihypertensives, and I think it's sensible to withhold both of those uh, at this time because she's currently um, sort of, she's not hypertensive at the moment. She doesn't need either of them. Uh, and also the um, effects of ACE inhibitors and acute kidney injury are less favourable on glomerular hemodynamics. Um, in terms of her tacrolimus, prednisolone and MMF, uh, as she's very clinically septic, um, a short period off the uh, MMF uh, would not do her any harm. Uh, the prednisolone I would double uh, to um, uh, account for the acute stress response. So she's likely to be on a maintenance dose of about five milligrams. So I probably would double that to at least 10 milligrams. Or if she was having any vomiting um, or unable to keep it down, then it'd be worth considering whether to switch her to um, an appropriate dose of hydrocortisone uh, that's equivalent to double of her normal dose. Um, with regards to tacrolimus, I'd continue that, but get a, a, immediate, a, a pre-dose trough level the next day. Uh, and then it's also worth thinking about further investigations, such as um, uh, scanning of the um, the transplant kidneys to look for any evidence of transplant pyelonephritis uh, or obstructive element to the acute kidney injury, uh, and then thinking about additional causes such as CMV pneumonitis, so sending off the CMV titer. Good. Um, yep, yeah, I think that's it. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you.